0: blog talk radio hello good morning to the people on the west coast good afternoon to our business colleagues and business uh, people and listeners on blog talk radio on the east coast my name is Rick I'm the host of caller prep board located I am in Sacramento County California and for those listening  … who may not know exactly where Sacramento is, and I have heard that many times, it's about the midpoint between Reno, Nevada and San Francisco. It's if I head northeast on Interstate 80, I can get to Reno, Nevada in about the same time if I – the same time as heading southwest on I-80 to San Francisco. So Sacramento is actually about 50 minutes or almost an hour from where the Bay Area actually starts. So that's where I am. And Caller Prep Show, Caller Prep Board is – or the Caller Prep Board Show on Blog Talk Radio is for small business owners who are looking to improve the front-end sales activity. And when I say front-end sales activity… Um, I would say probably the majority of people don't understand what I mean by that, so I will explain it. The front-end sales activity is where I would say the majority of people should spend their time in their business. And if you are a real estate agent, an insurance broker, a hairstylist, a plumber, an HVAC person, a tattoo artist, um, perhaps even like a, uh, a CPA… You're going to spend the majority of your time, at least 60% of your time, should be spent on the front-end activity. And those front-end activities are, and there's five of them, contacting, prospecting, appointment setting, closing, and getting zero-cost referrals. Those are the five front-end sales activities. Now, what most small business owners are familiar with and are very comfortable with … is the back-end activity, and that's called the task activity. And those are the things such as going to court, uh, looking at the books if you're an accountant or CPA, uh, performing the dental treatment, doing the tummy tuck, writing the insurance policy after the person has agreed to be your insurance client, uh, so- listing the house, um, you know, helping someone find a house if you are a real estate agent… And of course, we can. I can continue on the hairstylist. You know, does you know makes the hair look different, colors the hair. You know, makes the you know retexturizes the hair. The plumbers, you know, fix they, the plumbers fix the leak in the house. And on and on, the tattoo artist puts the the latest tattoo on that person's body. Those back end activities are what most people are familiar with. And that's where they spend most of their time. The front end activity is where most people should spend their time, because without any customers, you know, found using front end sales activities, you cannot do the back end activity, or you won't have a lot of uh, clients to, to service or products to provide uh, as a back end activity. Show on Blog Talk Radio caller prep board show. Is for small business owners to call in and ask that front end sales activity. In other words, don't ask me, you know, uh, how do you handle someone who has already decided to be a client? Because let me tell you, a lot of people, small business owners, that is, who end up with people who want to move forward with the business or want they want to move forward with the purchase, sometimes they lose. Those clients or those potential clients, even before the client has signed on the dotted line. So, let me explain that. A lot of small business owners, the the person will say, You know, George, I'm ready to at least start talking about buying your product or service. You know, and the small business owner will say, Great. And it is at this time where the small business owner begins to descend. You know, … they begin to lose where they were with that client. It might be 50% or 60% that client or that potential client wanted to buy. And from that point forward, the small business owner begins to descend down to almost zero, where at the end, the, the potential client says, oh, let me think about it. Um, yeah, I'll get back to you in two weeks, which means they're not going to get back to you, let me tell you. That's, that's what that means. So what we're going to talk about today is closing. But in the meantime, if you have a sales front-end question and you want to call in to ask that question, I will give you 60 seconds as a reply because I can't tell you the whole solution. Uh, My company, I'm the CEO of 321 BizDev LLC, and 321 BizDev LLC can be found at 321BizDev.com. And let me list the small business owners that we support and provide business development services for. Attorneys, CPAs, dentists, both corporate franchise dentists and independent dentists, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, real estate brokers, restaurants, boutique shops, hairstylists, estheticians, um, tattoo artists. What else? medical group CEOs, uh, home builders, plumbers. So we work with all types of small business owners, and we separate the two groups into white-collar small business owners and traditional small business owners like the tattoo artist, the stylist. My background, I used to work in corporate America in Los Angeles at a health insurance company. I was a sales manager, uh, vice president for a Fortune 500 company in, in Los Angeles County, and I worked in Sacramento as well. And so I've been helping small business owners officially since 2014 with this front-end sales activity because that's where you get the business. You don't get the business uh, just by you know using Facebook uh, a lot of times. I know some people have sales. The 321BizDev sales system is for predictable results. In other words… If you put in X amount of effort, you're going to get something in return. Let me quantify that. If you uh, talk to, let's say, 40 people either in face-to-face settings or on, the, or on the phone, you're going to get a percentage of these people that will say yes and do business with you. And that's what you want, predictable sales uh, results. Not – you know, well, if I talk to 50 people, I, talk to, I got zero sales. Or if I called 50 people on the phone in a B2B setting, I got zero sales. That's no good. So anyway, if you want to call in, the call-in number is 515-605-9732. 515-605-9732. So the title of today's Blog Talk Radio broadcast is Closing the Fourth of the Five Front End Sales Activities. Now, since Monday, I did number one, which was contacting. I did the the second, which was uh, prospecting. Uh, The other day, I did setting appointments. Today is closing, the fourth of the five front-end sales activities. Now, the reason why closing is probably the number one thing, the number one activity that will cause your business to succeed or if you don't have a closing system…  … will cause your business to just go up in flames. It's because closing is really a uh, psychological interview between the the small business owner and the person who may become a client. And when I say psychological, I don't mean like psychological tricks or schemes that the salesperson has to try to come up with to uh, get the business. I'm talking about… The psychological part is on both sides because you have a potential client who knows that you're primarily there for the money. You're primarily there for the money. Most people aren't doing dental treatments because they love the the industry and they don't expect any money. No, most people are dentists because that's a profession that uh, that you know when the services are performed. You know they can they can make you know fifteen hundred two thousand twenty five hundred dollars on you know co- intermediate to complex treatments. In fact, dentists are not dentists, so that they can do um, teeth cleaning and teeth whitening. I mean, those services are sometimes a hundred bucks or you know two hundred three hundred dollars. Dentists are dentists because they went to school for four years plus another you know four years. At a at a dental school and maybe some uh, residency someplace, and you know they're trying to make 150, 200, 300 thousand dollars. So that's the reason why people, uh, you know, the, the the potential client, they know that you're there to make money, and the salesperson is also there because they're in business to make money. So there's two different entities involved in a in an interview process when the potential client is meeting with the small business owner. And both sides have this anxiety and frustration. And I just you know gave, told you what those were. Mo, you know the, 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 the client potential client knows that the business owner is there to make money and the small business owner is there because he or she knows that this is how they get paid. And so this, this uh, psychological thing, or these things that are on both sides must be dealt with. And what many small business owners do, they don't take into account that the potential client has these concerns about their money. Uh, Since the 2008 real estate mortgage crisis that happened in the US, many consumers have have become leery of all salespeople… You know, pitching their products and services. And a previous episode that I did on Blog Talk Radio talked about the the three out of the four things that that small business owners need to solidify in their minds before they go out there and you know want and they want to be successful. So closing has a very interesting uh, you know function in the sales activity to close business to get new customers. A lot of small business owners, and I wish I could talk about this because 321BizDev, we have a six-hour sales system training primarily for white-collar small business owners, attorneys, CPAs, plastic surgeons, insurance brokers, and real estate brokers. And we have a a shorter uh, sales system training for traditional business owners that lasts about two and a half, three hours. But what has to happen… On the closing uh, f- phase or the activity, is the small business owner must build trust, and the trust has to be that the small business owner is not there necessarily to make money. I mean, even though both sides of the transaction know that that's the reason why they're there, and you know, and that's the reason why the you know the consumer is there and. They know that money must exchange hands for services to be provided. So, if you got a question, please call in 515-605-9732 and ask your front-end sales question, and I'll give you six, I'll give a 60-second uh, reply. So, let's dive into this more. Okay, so one thing to know about meeting with potential clients at appointments, and this is when. The potential client, the consumer, or the or the business owner, if it's a B2B um, uh, situation, when that person shows up, either in person, or that person agrees to the conference call to talk about, you know, looking at moving forward, potential client is at least 50 percent interested. Seriously, maybe 50 to 60 percent interested in moving forward. … and how the small business owner can reverse that uh, percentage or lower that percentage is to have a bad closing system. Um, I've seen small business owners start at the 50% uh, uh, agreement where that person shows up because remember, if the person shows up, the person at least has a significant interest in your product or service. No one shows up to appointments … where they don't have any interest. So I just want to make that part clear. So what happens if the small business owner does not have a, 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 an effective closing method, that 50% slips to 40 to 35 and may even drop down to 7 And like I mentioned on a previous uh, Blog Talk Radio caller prep board show… is that 7% of people you meet with at appointments will always buy. No matter how effective or ineffective your interview, your closing process is, they're still going to buy. But it would be a shame for a small business owner to meet with, let's say, 100 people over a 90-day period and only have seven that say yes. That would be a shame. As opposed to 7% of the people uh, agreeing to move forward and do business, that small business owner can meet with 100 people and have at least an 80% probability that these people will say yes. Again, no one shows up to appointments if they don't have a significant interest in becoming your client. So small business owners need to know that, and they need to think about… How can I improve my closing system? How can I improve the likelihood that a potential client is going to move up to at least 80% probability that they will become a customer and buy? Versus the person starting at 50% and and the the small business owner sliding down to a 7% probability that someone will buy. So I keep repeating myself on, on these some of these items.  … … because I want these items to stick into people's heads. There's some psychology that goes on at the appointment, and it has nothing to do with gimmicks. Trust me. 321BizDev LLC does not perform gimmicks. We don't, talk, we don't talk about gimmicks because a small business owner that, that's selling a, a product or service at $1,000, $5,000, $15,000… per ticket price, you can't use a gimmick to uh, persuade someone to buy your product. Consumers are not stupid. Consumers can sniff out a gimmick like a dog can sniff out (laughs) something buried in the ground. Uh, That's an interesting analogy. But so the closing system must start with, in my opinion, in our experience…  … with a set of questions, and we call the appointment an interview because that uh, potential client is interviewing you. Now, here's the psychology part. You are also interviewing the client because some of you business owners, you may add a client. You may get a new client, and then you find out, oh my gosh, why did I accept this business? This is a nightmare. Now you can fix some of that, you know, at the at the appointment stage and at the at this closing stage, but not all business is good business. And I've had a few clients in my uh, in my previous corporate life that I said it's it's not worth it wasn't worth adding this client. I'm spending so much time with stuff, and I could have and, and I saw it coming during the the interview part when I was in the closing phase. But I said let's go ahead and just get the business. And anyway, but then I found out. Oh my gosh! I should have let this one go. So the interview parts are on both sides. The potential client is interviewing the uh, small. That's a you know that's a, a natural thing. I mean that's not a surprise. But the small business owners also interview the potential client. So these questions that must be asked. Now we have the set of questions. We have. Uh, a library of questions for each industry uh, to ask during this closing phase at the interview. And these questions, the number one thing, and this is something that if you haven't heard this before, this will be a freebie to listeners. Questions should be how, when, what, where, and why type questions. And here's another freebie. The goal is to  … is to is to get your potential client to talk more than you do. And I've seen this and I just <laughs> I see this almost every day. I see this when I'm out and about at coffee shops and I'm kind of eavesdropping on people's conversations when salespeople are talking to potential clients. I see it all the time. I've seen it in business settings when I'm sitting at a at a sort of like a networking session and I uh, hear two people talking, typically what happens, the small business owner, the salesperson, is trying to convince that person to do business with him or her. doesn't work. I'll just tell you right now, it does not work. Or if it does work, remember that number seven? There's a 7% probability that it will work. So why would you... Or why would a business owner uh, strive for 7% success when they could have a minimum of 80% success? So what the small business owner needs to do is talk no more than 20% of the time and allow the potential client to talk 80% of the time, at least 80% of the time. Now 321 bizdev LLC at 321bizdev.com we have a, propriet- a I, I have a hard time saying this word all the time proprietary proprietary system and the acronym is swas S W A S and the acronym swas stands for selling without appearing to sell Now, if I had a microphone in my hand, I would drop the mic right now and end the show. How would people love to sell without appearing to sell? That would be amazing. When you go into a sales interview with a a potential client, how would you like to be a salesperson, a small business owner, and again, i got to add that salespeople…  … … are all the industries I just mentioned. The attorney, you're, you are a salesperson. A CPA, you are a salesperson. A dentist, you are a salesperson. Plastic surgeon, you are a salesperson. Hairstylist, you are a salesperson. Plumber, a tattoo artist, you are salespeople. How would people love to go into a setting with a potential client… Knowing that you are selling a product, but you don't appear to be a salesperson. That's what SWAS is. And SWAS was developed in 2014, actually about 2012, 2013. Then we formed our company in 2014, and we labeled SWAS because a lot of small business owners, they don't like to be called salespeople. Well, guess what? Don't be a salesperson uh, you know, technically, you're not a salesperson. You are a provider of products, goods, and services. So, why not uh, give the impression to your potential client that you're not selling? Why not do that? And the way you do that, and this is a freebie, some of you may pick this up and say, "Okay, well, I don't need 321 Biz Dev Services. I think I know what to do." Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Some people will say, I, don't, "I have no idea what he's talking about," and when when I say the people who may say, "I don't know what I'm talking," I don't they, they don't know what I'm talking about. These are mostly veteran salespeople. There's a saying that it's 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 hard to train uh, to train a dog, or how does it, how does it go? Uh, uh, it's hard for a dog to learn new tricks or something like that. I'm not <laughs> too familiar with all these. Uh, these, uh, these sayings, but it's something like that. It's like it's hard to train someone that is set in their ways something new. It's hard to train someone. It's hard to give somebody some new information who are set in their ways. Uh, all those psychologists do, do say that it takes 21 days to make or break a habit. It takes 21 days to create a new habit, and it takes 21 days to break an old habit. So this question and answer session… Will pump uh, you up. It will allow you to let down your hair and not appear to be a salesperson. And uh, the long story short, because this is a proprietary system that Three Two One BizDev have, has the long story short is, and this is it's more than just the Q and A. Q&A. There's a, there's another there's like two or three phases. That uh, the, the interview process has that three-two-one biz dev has has developed. That's part of the SWAS system, selling without appearing to sell. So the long story short, at the end of this interview process, some of your potential clients that you're meeting with will say, "Maria, you know what? I think it makes sense for me to buy this product." … or the potential client may say, um, Dexter, you know what? I think I, I've interviewed – I've talked to some attorneys about my case before uh, Before I met with you. I said I want to meet with four different attorneys before I made a decision, but after sitting with you for about 20, 30, 45 minutes, I think I'm going to select you as my attorney. Now, how would that sound? How would – how – what type of pressure uh, would, would you not have as a small business owner, At, especially an attorney who – I mean they have to like do all kinds of things. You know, they, or let me put it this way. They do all kinds of marketing things to try to find clients. They're on TV. They're on radio. they got these billboards, and so when, when an attorney is finally meeting with someone, you look, I'll tell you right now. They're sweating bullets. I know a few. And they're sitting there, the attorneys are sitting there, man, oh man, I hope this person picks me. You know, I need five thousand dollars to make my house payment. I need, you know, five thousand dollars to make my house payment, and my beamer payment, and my my Range Rover payment, or I need this five thousand dollar deposit and another twenty thousand dollars to get caught up on a lot of things. And I promise my office worker, my my legal uh Paralegal person, you know, some extra money if they just hang in there with me. I'm not lying. (laughs) I have heard many, many times. And the same can be true for dentists. And the same can be true for a lot of, uh, especially big ticket, high priced uh, providers who provide these specialized services. I've heard the stories often, many, many times. But how would it be? What would it feel like for your client, your potential client, you're meeting with, to say, "Doug, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna select you as my CPA because you really gotta, you really wanted to know who I was or who I am." And the other CPAs I met with, they were kind of arrogant. They were like, "Well, I'm a CPA. This is what I've done. Um, Here's my background." Here's what I can do for you, and here are my fees. And the CPA just kind of sits back and just waits for the person to uh, say, okay, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pick you as my CPA because I have no other options. Yes. Small business owners right now in this current economic environment, people have options. That's why you want to make it count when you meet with people, and that's why people need to, need to have a sales system. That's why people need to um, not only make it count during the appointment at, at, you know, at the closing phase. Small business owners need to master the entire system, the contacting system, the prospecting phase, the setting appointment phase, the closing phase… And tomorrow's, if not Monday, how to get zero cost referrals. And three two one biz dev has a way that people can at least, you know, put their toe in the water by becoming a podcast episode client. Uh, 321 BizDev uh we have a, a podcast, which is the three two one biz development podcast. It's on eighteen platforms. We give Small business owners the opportunity to talk about their companies and their products and services and themselves for 25 minutes for pennies on the dollar. I mean somewhere between $125 and $495 for this podcast episode depending on your industry. And we compete with radio stations where you can talk about your product or service and not be rushed like you are on a radio station. That's the best way for people to put their toe in the water and see what 321BizDev is all about. You can see a seven-minute presentation at 321BizDev.com slash about. Thank you for listening to today's broadcast. Make it a great day.